4: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
3: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
0: What the hell's going on? Happy Tuesday. Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Kelvin Washington. I am Jonas Knox. Thanks for hanging out with us here. We're going to take you all the way up until noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific. If you're listening on the iHeartRadio app or one of hundreds of affiliates, uh, it's fun to be here. Fun to be doing it with you here, K-Dub. And we're going to have a good time here on a Tuesday.
2: Looking forward to it, man. I always listen to you. We, I think we've done have we done a show before, right? At some point. I, feel I like think we did. so. I yeah, think we've done one.
0: I
1: never we we worked. Uh, never,
2: we just we just crossed paths for years. Is that what it was? Well, now we have. Yeah, see, yeah. no, It's brand new. So you were looking around to see if there was one laying around if we'd ever done one before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. J- Joel, Joel had to do some uh, work. Find when you got the, the Lions head on, you got to do a lot of creating because oh, it, it ain't happening. <laughs> 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 You're not allowed to talk Detroit because Le- you left us. Listen, I did. I told you. I have officially left. However, it's like an old relationship. I check, I check on Facebook. I will stalk the Instagram page to see if I need to jump on back. And uh, last year, I almost jumped on back. Things were looking kind of good. I was like, "Hey, I see you looking good. I see you got a new job, got a new hairdo." I almost
0: jumped back. But hold, I, on still, hold on a second. So you were a Detroit Lions fan? He's from my the entire D. life. Okay, so you're from Detroit. Yes. And you turned your back on the Lions, and yes. the second you do. They end Aaron Rodgers' career in Green Bay at Lambeau Field. Okay,
2: add a couple more years. It was on this very station, these very airwaves, that I said it was when Matt Patricia, he and his laminated play calling sheet with the number two pencil. Make that make sense. Okay, when he became the head coach, look, Jim Caldwell, I'm not saying he was, you know, uh, uh, Bill Walsh or anything. But the fact is he had stabilized the team. They were winning. They were in the playoffs a few times. And then you got rid of him for Matt Patricia. And that was when, uh, you know, all all jokes aside, a lot of Lions fans kind of threw in the towel at that point. It was like when we finally have some type of direction, have something going, we got Matt Stafford, Megatron. The defense was
0: really good. You get rid of him. Got that. For Matt Patricia, yeah. But if you've been through as much as they've been through already, I mean, come on, like, like what's what's a couple
2: more years of heartbreak How at that point? How long do I have to be beaten and battered? Are you saying we shouldn't have let him back on
0: Noxy? I'm just saying if you step in dog stuff once. Are you really going to complain if you do it a second time right
4: afterwards? Do I have on you a pair of Jordans? You just got to deal with
0: it. Do I have a pair? If I got on a pair of Jordans, I can't do it again? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, all I remember is that Wayne Fonts wore Hawaiian shirts, See? Uh, from my understanding. Look at that. So, you went back 30 years. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. That's how bad. You know all right, how bad it is? Back. Welcome back.
2: Calvin Johnson quit football, Period. He didn't quit football and say, I'm demanding a trade like we see happening right now all around all sports, right? He didn't demand a trade. He quit. I saw Barry Sanders at the Super Bowl last year when he was in L.A., and I looked the man in the eyes. He still has not gotten over it. He quit football because of the Lions. Uh, Barry Sanders was at the game I was at with Miami. So was Jalen Rose. Well, gonna he's going to rep forever. I mean, we
0: recognize Barry. You almost quit
2: Radio. It ain't got nothing to do with football. You almost quit radio. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, let's get the show started. I'm yeah, kidding. so there it is. Uh, so that is the – uh, so shout-out to Detroit. Uh, some are still loyal. Some are trying to figure <laughs> things out, but uh, we move on here. Uh, and we're going to try and figure out what the hell is going on, not only in Detroit, not only in the NBA, not only in the NFL, but also what the hell is going on with the damn Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, and by the way, if you if you would like the perfect introduction – to what the play-in tournament, which by the way, tips off later on tonight. You got the Hawks and you got the Miami Heat. You mentioned trade requests. You've got the Atlanta Hawks. There's some rumblings out there. I believe uh, it was the Ringer who pointed out that Trey Young mm-hmm. is could be traded as well, too. So why wouldn't you trade Trey Young? I mean, he's your best player. You know, he put on a show a couple years ago at Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. where he had people, you know, spitting at him and doing a Trey's going bald chant. So why wouldn't a couple years later after you get rid of the head coach want to trade Trey Young? Young during the offseason, but you've got all that happening. They're taking on the Miami Heat, and then you've got the Lakers who couldn't catch a break the past couple of years who now all of a sudden find themselves catching breaks because you've got one player for the Timberwolves breaking his hand, punching the wall on his way out of a game, and then you've got Rudy Gobert who threw just an awful shot to the solar plexus at his teammate <laughs> Kyle Anderson in the uh, last game, final game of the season. So he's been suspended for this playing game coming up later on tonight against the L.A. Lakers. And then you've got Adrian Wojnarowski with the tweet of all tweets who sent uh, this out yesterday. Quote, the Timberwolves had to suspend Rudy Gobert for throwing a punch, but accepted that it was a shot to the chest with no intent to injure Kyle Anderson, and understand that Anderson called Gobert a B repeatedly <laughs> on a night Gobert was playing hurt. Sources tell ESPN the B I was referring to rhymes with ditch, so you can uh, you can use your uh, you your own math to figure out what that is. But that ought to tee you up for the NBA Play-in Tournament, which tips off later on tonight. How well, fired up! That well, clearly. But don't don't also forget, this they're not in
2: the play in, so I, I you know, but there were more fights. You got the Clippers fighting too. I don't know what was going on. I thought it was Easter. I thought it was a day in which it was supposed to be a holiday, spend time reflecting maybe on your religious beliefs or your family. Folks were just punching teammates all around the NBA yeah, that yeah, you day. gotta get after it a little bit. That uh, yeah. Rudy Gobert's had a tough go ever since COVID. I mean, it seems to be all self-inflicted, but Ru- Rudy Gobert, you talk about uh, fo- someone who, you know, they were like, oh man, what a defensive stellar player. And he was an all-star because really they were doing it where, you know, a center has to be picked right? and there were like three centers left. Yeah. So Rudy Gobert, I guess he's good. He blocks five shots a game. Now between the COVID situation, where he's, he's he's spitting all over microphones and telephones, remember that, and got Donovan Mitchell sick. Donovan Mitchell's never been a fan ever since. Uh, a lot of his, a lot of guys in the league are like he's not that good. Then he goes to Minnesota, gets traded, not having the best season. They're not that great. He's punching teammates. It's been rough for. It's been rough for the Frenchman.
0: Yeah, it's been a little uh, dicey the past couple of years when it comes to Rudy Gobert. And then you just see the punching of the teammate and all, all this crap that's ensued. And then you've got Minnesota who's sitting, you know, in this play-in tournament. And it looks like they're going to lose to the Lakers because now they're shorthanded, literally. Now they're <laughs> shorthanded. Right. And so they're going to play, you know, whatever the, the 9-10 matchup, they're going to play the winner of that as well, too. And it just feels like Minnesota was was heading in a direction. Yeah. There was a lot of promise there. Cat was starting to, to come into his own. Anthony Edwards was starting to play well. And then all of this happens. And it's the final game of the regular season. Like, can't you just wait it out? Just wait out one more game before you start throwing hands. What are we doing here?
2: Do you give Minnesota any credit? Or is this a, you know what? Well, how does that even work? So I got to do the math on that. If you're in the play and you end up being in the play out, you played yourself out,
0: You're lottery So, yeah, the two teams that are out of the play-in, or the four teams that are out of the play-in tournament, so that would be the nine and ten after the whole thing is done, they end up in the lottery. So, the way this works is that Minnesota, the the winner of the Lakers-Timberwolves game is going to be the seven seed. The loser has another opportunity to play. They'll be playing the winner of the Oklahoma City New Orleans game that that is coming up on Wednesday, and they would be the eight seed. And the two sides from, from each conference would end up back in the lottery so they've got 10 teams in the lottery, and then they throw these other four teams who, who don't qualify after the play-in round into the lottery as well, too. So my, my big question is, does Minnesota suspend Rudy Gobert game if this was the 9-10 matchup and they absolutely had to win this game?
2: That's what I would well, love to know. Right, and that's what I'm on. But I'm also wondering, I mean, do they want a chance at a lottery play uh, pick? And so they're like, look, if we can lose this game, lose the next, next, you know, we get a lottery pick. um, Or as opposed to, you know, maybe losing a few slots
0: in the draft. Because um, you would and, get Denver in the first round if you're the eight seed. And no, no playing team and and no play, no playing team I, has ever I, I think I
2: do want a little bit of that smoke. I don't think, well, let me say it this way. Nobody fears Denver. Nobody. Uh, in fact, you have teams who are like, I'd rather play De- Denver because Denver hasn't proven anything. I mean, they haven't shown us anything. And yes, Jokic is really good, but that's the whole knock right now is that jo- Jonas or er, Jokic keeps winning. But he doesn't win in the playoffs. He doesn't have a seminal moment. He doesn't have something we can hang our hat on. He's just been good in the regular season. That's been the knock on him. So I don't think people fear him. Jamal Murray's been hurt. He's playing well, but he's not at Apex right now. Uh, they, they, have, they have a good roster. They got some good players. On, uh, but I just don't think teams fear them. Like this, not The number one seed this year isn't the Kevin Durant. And yes, I said Kevin Durant. Warriors. You know, they're not the, this is a number 1 seed Shaq and Kobe. This is a number 1 seed, you know, maybe uh the Mavs when they were in their prime. I don't think people fear the the number 1 seed this year. The
0: the scariest on the, teams in the, Western Conference. the scariest teams in the Western Conference are Phoenix and the Lakers. Yep, I and agree. so Phoenix I agree. because now you got Durant who's coming back and by the way, people could say whatever they want about Kevin Durant and say, "Well, he went and uh, chased down a winner and he's a front runner, blah blah blah." Dude, he won MVP two years that he was mm-hmm. in the finals. Uh, if he's healthy, they probably beat Toronto in that finals. They, they completely fell apart physically. And he outplayed LeBron James both times he played him in the finals. Like that, Those are just facts. So we can sit here and criticize Kevin Durant. He's shown up and played well in the playoffs. There's been some bad moments, but everybody's had bad moments in the playoffs. And then when it comes to the Lakers... Just all of a sudden, that midseason trade, and or they, they make the move at the deadline, they add in new pieces, and LeBron James is now healthy. Those two are the scariest teams in the Western Conference. It's why I don't think anybody looks at the West and says they're even on par with how good the East has been all year. And I just think, to me, you don't want any part of Phoenix, and the Lakers are a scary proposition if you get into the, into the playoffs.
2: Well, the Lakers are scary, too, because they have what typically LeBron needs to win uh and, and and that is I've got an, an ace with me I got another guy with me I got my Robin if you will whether it's Dwayne Wade Kyrie Irvin Anthony Davis 2020 in the bubble and now Anthony Davis is playing like we expected to play night in night out so Anthony Davis has given us what we what we thought he would be also I think he's given LeBron what I hoped he would be in that dude you can be the guy most nights not I have to carry it. I have to put light a light of fire under your butt. So Anthony Davis is giving them that. Then they got shooters, right? LeBron always needs some Kyle Culver, some James Jones, some Mike Millers around him. They got a bunch of that. A bunch of guys around him now who can knock down shots, real players. And then they got a sneaky guy who's an all-star-like guy in D'Angelo Russell who can say, hey, you're off a little tonight. I can pick up that slack. Yeah. Um, so they're they're actually loaded, man. The, you know, Obviously, us living here in Los Angeles, seeing them play, they're pretty scary. And, and that's why you said it. No one wants to play them. If LeBron goes zero dark 30 mode, Anthony Davis, you know, re- continues to play as he has. Who in the West do you look at and say, oh, that's an, they're an automatic? Like mean, Phoenix, well, they've played very well, but they're gelling, right? Yeah. They're, they're figuring things. They haven't been in a crunch, crunch a situation, crunch time. It's just been six or seven games with Durant. They've won all of them. But it's different. You know that in, in, in any playoff sport. It's like, okay, ooh, it's getting real now benches are shrinking guys are playing more minutes it's more physical so we don't we don't know exactly what phoenix is so it's gonna be interesting but i don't i don't i don't really fear anyone in the west if i'm any team i'm like we got a shot
0: yeah you just get in there, you roll the dice, and then you see what you got. And plus, the fact that it's not, you know, the NCAA tournament; the fact that it's not, you know, the NFL playoffs; that it's not a one and done that you've right, got a series right, right. to work with. You can kind of go ahead and uh, and navigate through that, and and hopefully we we'll get some good basketball. I think, I, I think everybody just, uh, I think everybody just wants, you, you know, just wants, uh, you know, the NBA playoffs to deliver at some point in some way, shape, or form. And so you've got all that fun stuff coming up, and then the Trey Young, as we mentioned. That whole disaster that has turned out in Atlanta where and I, I, that was one of those deals where if you looked at on draft day, when the, the trade rights for Luca yeah. and Trey Young happened, it was one of those rare times. You'll see it in sports. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs, when Buffalo and Minnesota made that deal, it's the one time where you look at it and go. So Minnesota traded away a top-tier wide receiver for a draft pick and then used that draft pick to draft Justin (laughs) Jefferson, who might be the best wide receiver in football. It's worked out on both sides. You kind of had that vibe with Trey Young and Luka. And then now you've got Luka not making the playoffs, and we can get into the Mavs fiasco as well, too. And then you've got Trey Young, who, according to this report from The Ringer, is apparently on the trade block potentially this offseason. Like what the hell happened in Atlanta?
2: Yeah, I I listened, I think maybe you'd hope cooler heads would prevail down there. Uh maybe the expectations got a little high. You brought the great point. He's balling out in New York and it, and it was like the perfect stage it's to awesome. say welcome to the NBA. I'm here now. And it is it, it's it, it was awesome to see a guy as someone who was once vertically challenged. I guess, you know, I'm average now, but I was four eleven in high school. Don't laugh, Jonas. I've seen you. Um, I was five three. Oh. You get some, get some fist pump right there. That, yeah, huh? we, we did all right for yeah. ourselves. We did all right. See that? So as someone of the party, you know, formerly vertically challenged, it was great to see him become a villain, right? Not Because yes. usually smaller guys aren't yes. villains. It was, like, cool to see, like, here's this guy. He's lighting New York up. He's a villain. He's embracing. He's having issues
0: with the crowd. Modern-day Reggie Miller against Perfect Spike Perfect example. Yep.
2: Perfect example. And so it was good to see. It was fun to see. And I'm hoping that with the coaches, with McMillan, it wasn't working out, and maybe there was just some issues and they can figure out a way to do it. Because Atlanta – the fan base there, they would embrace him. And you mentioned the trade. I've always thought about that. The trade worked out because Atlanta, the predominantly black in the city. You go back to the Michael Vick era in the NFL, yeah. the crowd there's, a, you know, they they need something to come to the games about. A lot of folks in Atlanta are like my sister. We're from Michigan originally. She's been down there, you know, 10, 12 years. It's a whole lot of that in Atlanta. And a lot of the fan base doesn't, isn't necessarily tied to them. So you need somebody who's box office. Bring us out. You know, we're not loyal like maybe in Philly, no matter what, we're going to be there. And, you know, so having Trey Young, a star who let him get in the playoffs, you never know what can happen. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's why this could be crucial for them. He gets in. He has a good. Maybe they get in there, have a good series at some point, and reminds folks, I'm a 30 and 10 capable guy, you know, and more importantly, I'm exciting can make everybody pump the brakes a little bit because you need him. Listen, there there ain't a lot of Trey Youngs walking around. I know everybody thinks everybody can score and do all that in the league. Trey Young is exciting. He, Like you said, he has villain tendencies, which is good because it makes folks want to come see him to either love him or hate him. Either way, you're buying a ticket, and uh, let's not pump the brakes before I just get rid of him.
0: There's some box office to him. And then also, he's one of the guys where – let, let's just call it what it is. Steph Curry changed basketball in a way to where he made it OK, because I've talked about this with uh, LeVar Arrington and Brady Quinn. Mm-hmm. we were doing the show. And I was like, man, could you imagine growing up playing basketball? Because, you know, everybody played youth basketball growing up. And I was like, if I came up, dribbled the ball up the court and pulled up from 26 feet and shot a 3 my ass would get benched. The whistle
2: would have blown so and, fast. Get and, on this bench.
0: <laughs> and, and my dad would have taken an extension cord to me out yeah. back. Like, he would have been furious. Look, what are you doing? That's selfish basketball. Steph Curry changed the way that thought process worked and that, strate- that strategy in basketball worked. And that whole mentality completely changed it. Well, Trey Young was one of the guys who was the first to start playing like mm-hmm. Steph Curry and successful. Like it worked. And so the idea that because you've had a down year and he was butting heads and and one of the articles that I was reading said that the problem with Trey Young is that you had players in the locker room who kind of sided with Nate McMillan over Trey Young. Like they thought Trey was the problem, not McMillan. And now he's gone. And Trey Young's there and you just wonder, are players in that locker room looking around going, We don't want him, we want our old coach back? And I think that's where so when ownership gives the front office a green light and says, Well, you know, you can look into whatever you need to look into, including possibly trading Trey Young. If I'm a Hawks fan and I've been waiting around for somebody exciting like a Dominique Wilkins, and you had Josh Smith who was there, and you had a couple of years where you were kind of floating around the top, the Al Horford years where you were the one C, but it was kind of like, Yeah, but no one believed him like Denver Cavs. So yeah, that's great comp. Like, if I'm a Hawks fan, I'm looking around going, dude, we finally got a guy. He plays like Steph Curry. He's he's as close as we've seen, and it's successful, and now this, and we're in a play-in game. That's just not a uh, not a good thought to be, uh, yeah. a good thought to have if you're a Hawks fan.
2: it, it It's going to be interesting to see. I'll say this real quick. I know we're up against it. Pump the brakes. Guys are coming into the league at 19 years old, right? One year, yeah. play six months in college, and I'm out of there. Pump the brakes. Still learning leadership. Still growing literally as a man. Think about when you were 23, 24. You know, finding out who I am. What do I do? How do it was I take? A bus How do I leave? TGI Fridays. Exactly. Ooh, 23, 20. Yeah, uh, I think I just started being a uh, glorified street teamer in radio at that point. <laughs> I think that's what I was doing. Hanging up banners and throwing out keychains. Uh, no, uh, their, their sister station. Uh, uh, what was it? Ninety five. Uh, Channel 955. Channel 955. The sister station there. But my point quickly was... Pump your brakes, go back 30 something, wow, 40 years. Magic Johnson, remember he got his coach ran yeah. out of town after a couple of years in, right? He was, people were mad. LA was mad at Magic. Who's this kid getting his, you know, settle down, figure it out, see what you got. You got something special, work it out. Because people forget, Magic Johnson, people were upset with him around here. He ran off the coach, he was running off this, he was disgruntled after a couple of seasons. And so I think that worked out for he and the Lakers, yeah. right? Yeah. Pump the brakes. You got something special. Figure it out. Find a way to it.
0: And by the way, if you were 24 Did years old. I just old, compare Trey Young to Magic Johnson? Yeah, why not? Who cares? Piss off some mind. piss off some Laker fans to start <laughs> off your day. But I well, listen, if I was 24 years old and I had enough pull and enough stroke to where I could have gotten some of my bosses fired at TGI Fridays, I would have gone in and complained to and said, that's cute. Here's a bus tub and a squirt bottle. Go spray station eight. That's what that yeah. would look like. Those, so at least Trey Young's got some pull, you know?
2: That Jack Daniels chicken strips you guys have? The real deal. Real deal. The real deal. Crack! Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> for real, it ain't no White
0: Castle. It is. Uh, I know. I miss it is White Castle. The uh, Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Kelvin Washington. I'm Jonas Knox, in for DP and the guys. Again, we are going to take you all the way up until noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific here on FSR. So, coming up next, though, we do have a potential sneak peek into the future of some major moves in the NFL draft, and it's yours next here on The Dan Patrick Show.
1: All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
0: (sighs) Oh, man. It is the Dan Patrick Show here. He's Kelvin Washington. I'm Jonas Knox. In for DP and the guys. Coming up in about 20 minutes from now. We're going to get into a topic that is near and dear to the heart of Kelvin Washington because things have completely changed for an entire sport. All right, so we we're going to have that discussion for you in, uh, coming up in a little over 20 minutes from now, but uh, things could be changing near the top of the NFL draft. If you've been paying close enough attention, gambling is now a big part of the vernacular and a big part of the conversation when it comes to the NFL and all sports, and There was some changes to where Bryce Young out of Alabama was the overall consensus to be the number one overall pick, even with the Bears sitting at one and then most likely keeping Justin Fields and trading away the pick. And then the Carolina Panthers trade up from number nine give up a bunch of draft capital. They give up DJ Moore, a really good wide receiver. They go all the way to nine, and you saw all the draft odds completely change, and now CJ Stroud out of Ohio State was the favorite almost immediately at well over 3-1. to Well, there's been some new reports and some speculation that has come out that Bryce Young really blew away everybody in Carolina. Frank Reich loves him. David Tepper, the owner, loves him. He took some uh, ST test or whatever the hell it's called. It's like some wonderlick light test, <laughs> and apparently he, he knocked it out of the park and was just phenomenal, much like Joe Burrow was when he took it a couple of years ago and went number one to the Cincinnati Bengals. And so all this new information that has come out, and now the odds have shifted dramatically again, where Bryce young is back on top almost a three to one favorite to be the number one overall pick of the carolina panthers and so now cj stroud's looking around going what the hell man i was projected to go number one they had me at a pro day i looked great in my semifinal game but now we've got bryce young is potentially going to be that number one overall pick and it's looking that way for the carolina panthers
2: well i had a chance to uh to super randomly call his championship uh, game when he was back out here in Southern California playing high school football. And obviously, we all talk about his size. He's small. He's yeah. not a big guy. But you ever been around somebody, and, and it could be any facet of life. It could be sports. It could be academics. It could just be maybe that, even just that it factor in life. Like people just like that person. He's one of those people that you, you saw play. You're like, well, that just looks easy. You know, yeah. and especially he didn't look hard. He didn't have to, you know, and obviously, I don't want to make the where people. He works hard. He has trained his whole life. His father's invested. Like, they're all invested in this. Um, But you just watch him. You're like, oh, <laughs> that kid's good. Then he goes to college. You know, all right, but he's going to Alabama now. This is a big school. Let me just see. He's going to be playing at SEC. I don't know. Let me- oh, like. He's just really good at this position. He understands it. He's trained for it. He's got the temperament for it. Uh, you know, for, by all accounts, his, his teammates and his coaches love him. So he just reminds me he's one of those guys. Like you're gonna try to find ways to outthink it. You know, like well maybe he's too small. Maybe he's not this. And then sometimes you do that in life. It could be a it could be a girl. Like man, maybe this. But like no, she's she's right for you. That yeah. she's it. This job. That's it. This case. This quarterback. This kid. He's just it. And sometimes it just happens that way, and I think we, we 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 trick ourselves out, and and maybe you know Tua uh did him a disservice a bit just because of getting injured and being smaller, um and obviously the the Alabama situation, both playing there. But when you watch him, you're just like, oh, he's just really that good. When you listen to him, you're like, oh, he's the, kind of the guy you want in front of the podium, um and he's just that type of talent. Then you got guys like Peyton Manning. Obviously, not only great as far as what he did on the field, but somebody just from a family of knowing football, because yeah. that can be two different things. His He's like, no, this guy is the real deal. And he compared him to I believe Joe Burrow, and I kind of like that, because obviously he's smaller, but the way he gets the ball out, I remember watching Joe Burrow, I'm like, that comes out differently than everybody else. Right. That pass is coming out, and I remember watching Bryce Young thinking the same thing, like, how is a small kid who's like 6'17", throwing it like that and uh i'm just so i'm just i've always been impressed with him again i could be biased i was here i saw him play i called his game but um i think he i think he's the real dude i think these teams are realizing in this case the panthers like yo hold on wait i know he's not built cj stroud i know he's not huge but sometimes he just is what he is the last four or five years of his
0: life. Yeah. He's just been that guy. And to your point, just from the physical standpoint, so, yeah, he's 5'10 and one eighth or whatever the hell his measurement was at the combat. It was something like that. And it was like, well, he was listed at six foot at Alabama. It's like, okay. I mean, so they're embellishing on some of the numbers. I Have you been on Instagram? Why do you think they created filters so you could right. embellish <laughs> what you look like? Right. Everybody does it. We all know what's happening here. I watched him. And I swear to God, I don't look at him and go, ooh, he's 5'10. I don't, I don't, when I look at Kyler Murray, I go, that's a small guy who plays small, but he's so explosive. He's like the new UFO videos where he's in one part of the screen and another. That's when Kyler Murray moves. That's when I look at him and go, oh, that looks like that tic tac toe craft that was in San Diego a few months ago that they spotted. Like it just, I look at it differently than with Bryce Young. I never get the impression, oh, small guy playing quarterback. It's just, oh, he's a good quarterback. And to your point on the Southern California ties and people listening out here on AM570LA Sports, you know the long lineage of modern-day quarterbacks. Yep. And you know whether it's Matt Leinart, and I think it was Matt Barkley is another one. Like, was it one. JT Daniels there, too? Like a lot, like There's a lineage of great quarterbacks. And you talk to some people who covered Bryce Young, and they'll say, best of the bunch. Of all those guys, 100 best of the bunch, and he shows up at Alabama, and I could I remember the, the first person who told me watch out for him was I was doing a show here at Fox Sports Radio on Sunday nights, and there was an Alabama spring game, and I'm thinking, all right, well, I mean, who's really watching the Alabama spring game? Of course, Brady Quinn is, and he says, <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm telling you right now, look at Bryce Young to win the Heisman. I'm t- I watched the spring game, I was like, oh, you're the one. He says, no, I <laughs> right, watched the right. spring game. I'm I'm telling you, watch for Bryce Young to win the Heisman. He was a ten ten to one underdog. He goes on. He wins the Heisman, best player in college football. You look at what happened last year, and like when people make the comparisons to Tua, because there's been other people that said, you know, from Alabama, and he's smaller. The I think the big difference between Bryce Young and Tua is Tua had pre-existing injury history, not just what happened with his hip and that bad injury he suffered against Mm -hmm. Mississippi State. He had a couple of procedures on his ankles. He was banged up in that game when he he was hobbling around when he played Joe Burrow, that classic Bama LSU game that those two guys went back and forth on. And then you've got the concussions. Bryce Young only missed one game, and it it was a shoulder issue, and it was this past year. Other than that, it's off the charts. Everybody you talk to, it's just the fact that he's five ten and change that people are all hung up on.
2: Yeah, I think that we we do that in all sports. I think we get a little lazy with that, right? This yeah. person's left-handed, so we'll look at Manu Ginobili. Okay, right. just all right, right, just settle down. They're both right. left-handed, but they actually play a little differently. Um, and I think when I compare the two, I think he's I think his arm's stronger. I think he gets to pass out faster. Uh, they're both good as far as anticipation, but you could maybe again maybe Bryce is even ahead of him in that. Um, I just watch him and I'm like, oh no, he's just that good. Watch yeah. him in high school. Oh, he's just that good. Listen to all the coaches. Listen to quarterbacks like Brady Quinn. Oh, he's just that guy. Listen to Peyton freaking Manning, maybe the most cerebral quarterback of all time. Yeah. you know. And he's like, no, he's that guy. He's Joe Burrow, like. And Joe Burrow, the same thing. When you watch, all right, yeah, let me, let me. I hear the hype. Let me actually. I remember sitting down and really watching him. I heard the name. I'm. Like, let me watch. And you're just like, no, that's different. Yeah. That's different. Everything he's doing is, if listen to his anticipation, okay, two guys are covering that receiver, okay, he got it there. All right, they're on him. He, how did he get out of it? He's not even that fast or loose. He just knew how to get out of that uh, that pressure and got made that pass. You just watch him, you're like, no, nah, he's really that guy. And he had that air about him, Joe Burrow, gets NFL, you're like, he still carries himself like, yeah. I'm, I'm that guy. And Bryce Young is less uh, maybe bombastic or like, you know, a little bravado. That's Joe Burrow. I don't know if he's walking around with a cigar in his mouth, kind of guy, yeah. and throwing up the money sign, and he's all that. He's so much
0: better if he was. You know too. Th- that we need that. Yeah, it's fun, right? Come you on, know, man. we need
2: a little bit of that. He he does give you the golly shucks Russell Wilson kind of. Not that extreme.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Russ is on
2: the extreme end. Yeah,
0: Russ is Russ is way to the extreme, and I, and I can't imagine Bryce Young is going to demand his own office and his own parking spot if he gets to Carolina. Were I you at imagine. Were
2: you at the Super Bowl, the conventions, and the radio role uh, when he was here in L.A.? Was Was that last year, not this uh, past yeah, year, year, before? before. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I tell people all the time. You we used to hear all the stuff about Russell Wilson, the stuff you just mentioned, yeah. or even before it became so detailed. Just little things, the Ryan, Richard Sherman's and the Beast Modes and other guys, and just I'm telling y'all, he ain't like y'all think, man. I'm telling you, like ah, <laughs> settle down, man. He's, he's a great guy. He's, he's well, well, ready. Such a he's a team <laughs> player. I'll tell you what, that Russell Wilson is the guy you want your son to be like, right? We were hearing all that, and then I remember being at that Super Bowl, now we're starting to hear little inklings here and there. Dude, Troy Eggman walks by, Emmett Smith walks by, you had celebrities who aren't even, you know, uh, just actor Anthony Anderson, this person, this person. You know where the biggest entourage, and I mean this by far, Russell Wilson, like as far as handlers, not entourage like a bunch of the homies. I mean, just, she's covering this, she's covering that, he's on top of that, that's my guy, is a serious guy, that's a guy, she's just going to hold my phone, he's going to carry my briefcase. I was like, so, and he, because he's short... You literally see this like amoeba of people moving, <laughs> and you're like, "Man, who is that? Kevin Hart must be here. Like, what's going on? Like, why is there just a group of people following them? Like, literally, growing up in Detroit area, favorite athlete of all time, any sport is Barry Sanders. Guess who's walking around with just like three people? Oh, Barry yeah. Sanders. Guess who I was able to talk to? Ended up coming back, got him on my show. Then we chatted up, talk, talk, talked about kids and life. Barry Sanders, Russell Wilson. You barely could see him. He's in the middle. He's got a circle of 12 people walking around and just you're like, "Man, he's really kind of low low. He's
0: got some diva." Yeah,
2: got a little more diva than yeah. I thought.
0: Yeah, it's and it's funny because you heard rumblings like you mentioned about that the guys from Seattle because that was really what sort of fractured that team because They're on the doorstep of winning back-to-back Super Bowls. I mean, they're right there. And you'd make the decision to throw it on from the one-yard line and not give it to Marshawn Lynch when he was, you know, that was your opportunity to win the game. And from that moment on, that organization splintered because one of the thoughts was that they were trying to Put Russell Wilson in a mm-hmm. spot to take over the reins and kind of move away from the Legion of Boom era that it, that it really kind of built the leadership and the foundation of the team. And there was some resentment there from the players. And it was funny when you go back to the, to the season opener last year, when you had Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll and the reunion and they're in Seattle. And It's like, man, Russell, you know, was there. They brought a Super Bowl to see it. You think... And all of these former players that were never at any of the other games over the past couple of years, even Richard Sherman, who went and played for San Francisco, their arch rival mm-hmm. afterwards. And, man, they were all buddy-buddy, and they were all with Pete Carroll, and that right there told me everything I needed to yep. know. All the stuff you heard, the little, the whispers and things like that, there was validity to them. Otherwise, there wouldn't have been the bad blood that, that existed last year.
2: Especially when it's coming from a quarterback. Like, usually – That guy has like bonded with the teammates, you know. So I mean, you got literally not to be funny, but T.O. crying—that's my quarterback. Like, you're the leader. You're the leader. You've been through it. We grew together. We had the ups and downs, and there's like sometimes. And we all know. We also know in real life, not just football, time heals all wounds, right? So as you get separated from somebody, you're able to look back. You know what? Maybe I had a little. We were a little disgruntled. We had a couple little beefs, but you know what, baby, it's all good. Come here, baby. What's up? It's all love. What's up? For them to still be like. (laughs) Yep. Years later. Yeah. That lets you know, because and, you and think of all the elsewhere. sports. You've seen, right. Yeah, There was pit stops afterwards yep. and still they had issues. That's when, you know, because usually how many times have we seen guys? I mean, like God bless the dead Shaq and Kobe. You can't get much more successful than them. Right. You win three out of four. You're just uh, the best to talk of the league, the toast of the town. Yeah, they were a little beefed out at times, yeah. a little, uh, but then they were able to come back, thankfully, before his passing and, you know, and, and and show love and really just look back and be like, man, I was just trying to figure out my way, be alpha, you were trying to figure it out, it was all good, we were young knuckleheads. Like, they, you know, they made amends. And it's like, if you don't do that with your quarterback, years have passed, you guys went to a couple of Super Bowls, it just says a lot. Yeah, it really does to me. And then like and then like I said, you start I saw him and again I don't want to read too much into that. But then you just start to hear the stuff. Parking spots, office time. Hey, yo 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 Russell, hey man, talked to my agent. Uh I'm a little busy. Hey, I see should see you next Thursday at and 8. And he hung out with management. It's it's sort of like Noxie, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. He gets accused of that going up on the fifth floor all the time. So it's a great be point. careful, Kevin.
0: Uh, minus the Sierra part. He won't go yeah, to lunch well. with you.
2: He'll He'll go up on the fifth floor, yeah, and like oh, oh. I'll,
0: I'll say, call my handlers. That's what I. Yeah, that's my go-to. Oh, no, that's that's you, how you, I work. You're,
2: you don't. You're not that guy, are you? What
0: are you talking? You're look not, how I dress. Yeah, no. Come on. <laughs> no. you, not you're a big tr- fan of these sweatpants from Ross. No. Dress for Less? You Come to- on.
2: No, no. You, you, you absolutely look like Radio. That's all. You <laughs> look like you're going bowling. Uh, yeah. No, I can't go bowling. i got to run upstairs. All right, sure. all right. Let me let me, let me see what's going on. Next you time don't. I run into you somewhere out in the bottom, see yeah. who you're hanging yeah, around you
0: got to be careful. That's how I operate. Uh, by the way... Uh, Give me LeVar's number real quick. <laughs> it is the Dan hey, Patrick Show. Uh, we are brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. They say good things come to those who wait. The Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. It takes no time at all to set up a test drive at your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at mbusa.com He's Kelvin Washington. I'm Jonas Knox in for Dan Patrick and the guys. Coming up next though, an entire sport has changed and they're even changing some of the rules. We'll tell you who that is next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: all in one app with one password. Prime Video, it's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply, Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details.
0: Oh, boy. Joey, you got problems, man. <laughs> Hold on, you do the, hurry up and do, do the professional, bring us back in so I can ask you a question. <laughs> it's the Dan Patrick Show here. He's Kelvin Washington. I'm Jonas Knox in for DP and the guys. Coming up here in a little over 10 minutes from now, we are going to have ourselves an update on a major story in the NFL that involves you, that involves you listening. We'll get into that for you here. Uh, Before we get into uh, the very latest on a change and whatever uh, Kelvin's going to team me up for that Joel (laughs) instigated here, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Panini, the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, and all-time greats. The only place to collect them all is Panini trading cards, the official trading cards of the damn patrick show for instant classics autograph cards memorabilia cards rare inserts and more start or continue your collection now at paniniamerica.net. what's going on KD? well okay
2: listen <sighs> women have never been maybe more empowered in their life they're living their best lives they're doing whatever they want i look at my wife for example full-time job just her last little go at law school we got three kids we got we own a business getting it shout out to the ladies but listen, Russell Wilson, how would you feel some type of way if your wife walked? Did you see what Sierra wore to the what was that the uh, the Oscar after parties and right. all that? The oh, vanity yeah. party room. Did you, did you see that? Hell yeah. Essentially, it was dental floss, <laughs> you know, and, and that was about it with a little sheer thing of it. I mean, at some point, like, hey, 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 like you guys, I got send you a text in the minute of night, baby. Look, that's why I keep a trench coat cr- trench coat in the trunk. Go put. Listen. That there, there, has to be too hey, much. That's too much pressure I, uh, on me. You're no. a beautiful woman, but come on now. I'm good with it. You were good with that it? That works. She's hanging up. The guy has got it hanging up on his wall with the uh, Jet Center
0: <laughs> I mean, like, like, I just think. 16-year-old yeah. me, Joel. I just think, uh, look, if you've if you've got uh, a little something and you've got a, a special gift to try and deprive the rest of us from being able to at least live vicariously through that gift, I think is wrong. So I think the fact that she was able to showcase her gifts and we could all just admire, it kind of actually made me look at Russell Wilson and go, you know what? I'll let whatever you did slide in Seattle. Yeah, you know? that's why I did it. Yeah, he was let- like, hey, uh. Hey, Cece. I need my credit. Uh, there's back. a little, little pressure on me right now. <laughs> can you go put on that little thing I like when you do that thing when you do it? <laughs> Finally, can you, can, can you do that? Can we do a side by side of Kelvin Washington and <laughs> uh, and Russell Wilson and see how close these actually are? That that sounds like the Dave Chappelle skit where he sprinkles some crack up. on him, Johnson. But, well, I'm just saying, yeah, uh, because
2: uh, uh, everything, man. No matter what you ask him, like, man, uh, good game, bad game. The oh, gee, uh, we're gonna. Work harder. Uh, my teammates and I are going to come back. We'll look at the tape. I'll tell you what. I'm encouraged. Um, you know, right now we're heading and trending in the right way. Look, some you win, some you lose, some. That's life. That's just game. But you're uh, just like, oh, my gosh, man. Can you ever be, <laughs> be mad? Can you be happy? Can you just right. team it When the linemen went off on him and, and they were asking him about that, he – he went positive <laughs> listen uh, you haven't been anything in life if you don't have uh some uh, bumping of the heads right that's, that means that uh, you we care right that means they care i care we care and uh man if you don't get mad let's cut ride. somebody out listen i am one of the most nice probably to fault understanding gracious guys but even i lose it every now and again
0: bronco nation let's ride that's see i need that on a t-shirt that's the go to like at that point do
2: you how corn listen there's a level of corn and I'm not saying he's corny. I'm not starting all that. But we all say something corny, right? We all have done yeah. something corny. I'm not saying he's, I don't want all that. But like, when you say something, we've all, like, maybe it was impress a woman or say something cool, make, make sure I look cool here. Would you walk away like, ooh, yeah, I, I shouldn't have said that. Did he think that? Or was he like, yeah, like, they love that. Well, you like, saw well, he his, like yeah, they feeling that.
0: Well, he had that. Was it uh, Subway at the Danger Witch commercial? Like the commercial was so bad <laughs> that I think Subway was like, "Listen, we've had some sketchy uh, people promote sandwiches here before." Yeah, we got to redo how we're <laughs> writing this stuff for us. Uh, this is not not ideal. It was uh, bad. Yeah, it was yeah. real bad. And then he he did like a bunch of TikTok videos Ooh, that were yeah. just awful. Like, listen, ah. I mean tiktok's got its own problems but, but I, I don't i don't think you need to add to it with just shouldn't we ball. ask the question
2: was denver the right stop for him did he choose the wrong team i mean
0: i, I don't, know, I don't that know
2: how to i don't i mean are you saying from the the hip
0: factor or just the team in general are you saying because they uh some stuff is okay in denver that's not okay in other places are you talking about the green wolf are you I, talking <laughs> about uh some of the hippie lettuce Left-handed cigarettes. Is that I what you're talking about here, Joel Elliott? I personally
2: think he just chose the wrong team. Oh, I think okay. he should have went somewhere else. Man, let's ride. I'll t- I'm gonna say that the next time me and my boys going out. But yeah, you want to go here? No, you want to go there? All right, well, we figure. Yeah, but we'll I meet you there.
0: Let's go. Let's ride. Yeah, I'm gonna see how that works. You see what they say. Who's driving? Homeboy Nation. Let's ride. <laughs> Homeboy Nation. Yeah, let's ride. Yeah, just see just see how that lands with uh with certain people. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that would go over well. Oh, although saving. although I would say this though. I don't feel the least bit bad for the Denver Broncos, and here's why. The Denver Broncos have had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and Russell Wilson, despite all his cringe, is going to most likely be a Hall of Famer. They're going to end up with three Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and they didn't deserve any of them. They fell in their laps. John Elway didn't want to play in Baltimore, was going to go play for the Yankees, and ended up in Denver. Peyton Manning, everyone thought his neck was going to fall off when he left Indianapolis. That's why he went to Denver. And Russell Wilson burned every bridge in Seattle and that's why he ended up in Denver. So for the third time it's not the charm for the Denver Broncos at least one year in. But
2: well then- I mean that's a good point though. I like how you ended it because as much as we've been with one back we've been making fun of him, we laughing, you know it didn't look good. You know it was just one season new situation new Sean, coach. Payton. Yeah, no, Sean Payton coming back Sean and Sean Payton ain't taking that job no, if if he doesn't think he can you know make some things right <laughs> not, that's for not. sure
0: in fact Sean Payton's one of the guys who probably when Russell Wilson drops a let's ride he would be the one of the guys to call him out and say let's ride where where <laughs> right. do you want to ride to let, let's not. Back how about that? So you you want to go, thank God for the Raiders. Otherwise, we'd be the laughing stock of the division. Like, that's, that's how things are in Denver.
2: Well, anyway, I'm enjoying this ride, you and I, man. There's <laughs> no, a whole lot is. left. Let's ride.
0: Yeah, we're an hour in. It's, and we got a couple more hours to play with here on the Dan Patrick Show, where Joel Elliott tries to get us all fired off the air. Nice. Appreciate it, Joel. It's a Dan Patrick Show. We're back for hour two next.